and welcome to Expressions of a Hairstylist. I am Don, a healthy hair specialist of 21 years. I have serviced people from all over the country and all over the globe. Thick, thin, straight, wavy, curly, coily, curly, Indian, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Haitian, Nigerian. I've serviced people from all over the globe. The purpose of this pod is to give my expression on such a wide gap that has a lot of closing in to do. It has come a long way. It is getting better, but there still is a lot of improving that needs to be done. So today I'd like to talk to you about just what it means to have healthy hair. What is healthy hair and what it means to have it. So healthy hair is the right amount of protein, the right amount of hydration. When the protein and the hydration balance out, you have healthy hair. If the protein is needs to increase, you will notice your hair feeling brittle. It may feel weak. If the hydration needs to increase, it will feel dry. So healthy hair is the right amount of balance from, um, excuse me, the right balance of protein and hydration. But I'd like to talk to you first about healthy hair begins from the inside out. So let's just talk about the things that, that go on inside of our bodies that could be preventing us from having healthy hair. So the first thing I'd like to talk to you about is something I know no one wants to discuss. They're not going to do it. Don't talk to me about it, but just hear me out. Just give me just a couple seconds. So the first thing I want to talk to you is about the fact that you're thirsty. You don't know you're thirsty, but you're thirsty. Eight ounces of water per week is not going to help anything in your hair. I'm sorry, excuse me. Eight ounces of water per week is not going to help anything in your body, especially your hair. We need to increase our water consumption, friends. And let's just take baby steps. You know, if you only drink one eight ounce bottle of water this week, then next week, try to do eight ounces on Monday and eight ounces on Thursday. The following week, do 16 ounces on Monday and eight ounces on Wednesday. And just try to continue that regimen until you could at least get four 16 ounce bottles of water in per day because you are dehydrated. And if you're dehydrated, so will your hair, your skin, and your nails. So let's just open our minds a little bit, friends, about getting more water in. The next thing I'd like to talk to you about is you are never too old to take a multivitamin. Now, if your doctor has instructed for you not to take a multivitamin, then please, by all means, listen to your doctor. If, however, your doctor has suggested that you take a multivitamin, Please do it. This is a backup to your physician's suggestion. If you want to take it in a gummy, get it in a gummy. 
If you want to take it in a pill form, get it in a pill form. Me personally, I like the liquid, put it on a spoon, take it, have my water, have my meal, done, it's over. But it is important that we get our multivitamins in. If they have it in a gum, get it in a gum. Let's chew our way to healthy hair. The next thing I would like to talk to you about is if you have had any surgeries um, that require anesthesia surgeries or procedures, or if you have had a baby. So the anesthesia or the epidural that you were given does not leave your body right away. In some situations, it could stay in your body up to a year. Epidurals and anesthesia can affect your hair. You will notice shedding. You may notice patches. You may notice just all around, just thinning. It's just not the same after you had the baby or after the surgery. So guess what, my friends? The water will help to flush that out. So if you increase the water, it will help to flush it out a little sooner than it would had you not drank the water. Let's try our best to get more water in. The next thing I'd like to talk to you about is iron. If you are a person, especially you ladies, if you are having low iron, you're cold all the time, you're tired, it too can affect your hair. So ask your doctor if it's okay, if they can recommend a multivitamin that has a large amount of iron in it, or if you could take an, an iron supplement in addition to your multivitamin, because it will, it can, it doesn't happen to everyone, but it can't affect your hair. The next thing I'd like to talk to you ladies about is if you are experiencing a thyroid or fibroid issue. Both of those can definitely affect your hair. Thyroid imbalance can affect your hair and the fibroid itself, if it's not removed and it continues to grow, it also can affect your hair. So please see a physician as soon as possible to handle both of those issues um, because they, they definitely can affect you more than what you think that they can. The next thing I would like to talk to you about, friends, is our stress level. Yes, I know. In this day and time and everything that we're going through and everything that we're trying to push through, it can be difficult to control our stress level. Once you get the information you need from whatever news source or whatever journalist that you trust, please try not to consume anymore. Once you stay abreast of what's going on, then let's turn that off or down and try to find a way to place that information 
somewhere in our on our minds where it is not affecting us. Because even though you believe, you think, oh, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm good. Nine times out of ten, a lot of you're not good. You're going to bed with it. You're 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 consuming it and you're holding it. You're maintaining and functioning with it, but it's affecting you. And it could also be affecting your hair. Find a comedy show, find a relaxation music, whatever you can find to do to get into your happy place. I would suggest that you do that because stress is especially in the times we're in now and the things that we've had to do to get adjusted to our new normal that um, I myself did not think was going to be here this long. So we have to try to find a way to deal with deal with it so that it doesn't affect us. Now, if you are a person who is in contact with people who love negativity and they love to have continuous ongoing conversations about all of the negative things that are going on around us, it may be time to evaluate how much time you want to give to that person. Because if you're trying to stay positive and you're trying to find a way to deal with your stress or control it or keep it low, it is not going to help to have conversations with negative people. Let's find our happy, positive place. And you know, once someone gives you some information, you can't give it back. And that is time that could be used for more positivity. So let's try to find our positive vibes and our positive conversations so that in turn, we can stay positive as possible. Okay. Um, The next thing I would like to, oh, one more thing. I forgot. So I would like to suggest for you to ask your doctor if you could also take a uh, a multivitamin that ha- that has collagen and biotin in it. Um, these things too can assist with healthy hair. And let me just say this: this information is not exclusive to women. This is anyone, any anyone, male, female, it doesn't matter. Anyone that has hair, these this information is for you as well. So this is not just exclusive. And if you are a person who is dealing with alopecia or you have um, some sort of health issue that is causing your your hair, or excuse me, that is causing you to see a dermatologist and you are under dermatologist care, then I do suggest for you, of course, to listen to what they are saying. But you, if you cannot grow hair and or it just grows in, in patches, you can still take care of your scalp. It is still a part of your body and you can still take care and nurture it. So you can still shampoo your scalp. You can still massage it while you are under a dermatologist's care. But that is just a suggestion to ask your your doctor if you are allowed to take a multivitamin that has collagen and biotin in it. I believe um, I need to talk to you about low iron. If your iron is low, it also can affect your hair. Make sure that you continue to talk to your doctor. I think I mentioned that, but I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. The next thing I'd like to talk to you about 
is our eating. <laughs> I know, I know. No one's saying that you have to go one way or the other. Okay, that, that's not what I'm implying. I'm just suggesting for you to be mindful of staying in the fast food lines five to seven days a week because it can affect not only other things in your body, but it can affect your hair as well. Do what you want when you want, but just maybe if you go seven days, maybe only go five and the next week, try to go to four. So believe it or not, food consumption can affect your hair. And if you're a person that does not, no, first, let me say this. If you're a person that gets eight servings of fruits and vegetables in each and every day, hats off to you. You are doing a magnificent job. Please tell the rest of us, and when I say us, I mean me, how to get that in. Because I tr- I just take a multivitamin because I'm just, I don't like fruit. I'm not going to eat it. I just don't. The only fruit that I actually like, which I actually didn't even know was considered to be a fruit, is avocado. Avocado is the only fruit that I eat. Yes, I know. I'm weird. I'm strange. I just am. But Time and time again, I've wasted all this money trying to listen to other people suggest for me to eat something that in my mind, I know I'm not going to eat it. But let's go waste the $30, you know, $20 or $30 and make a smoothie that you're not going to drink. But sure, let's just go ahead and do that because that's what you do when you try to listen and try to coach and coerce yourself to do some things that you know you're not going to do. So because I do not like fruit, because I'm not going to eat fruit, I get I take a multivitamin. I actually take a multivitamin and I take collagen. And those seem to be working out quite well for me. So I wanted to talk to you about the inside out. The next thing um, I'd like to say is um, finding the right stylist and barber is going to be crucial on helping you get to the healthy hair goals of your choice. And I know they they gave you like the best haircut or hairstyle that you've ever had. You met your husband or your wife because of the hairstyle or the haircut. Um, your confidence level skyrocketed. I mean, you just absolutely love the way that your stylist or barber styles or cuts your hair. However, I am noticing that people are not being instructed on their home, their home care maintenance. Your home care maintenance for your hair is just as important, if not even more important than when you come to see us. Because sometimes people only come to see us literally maybe once or twice a year. Some people go every other month, but how you maintain your hair at home is very important. I'm noticing that people are saying no one has really told me, you know, actually sat down and tell me exactly how to style it, how often to shampoo, how do I actually add the conditioner, you know, how I should be massaging, what type of brush to use, these, these a lot of these things that I, I would you would assume 
that a hairstylist and barber would make sure that their client knows. A lot of times they don't. I suggest that finding the right barber and stylist to help you um, take care of your hair at home is important. So if your hair is thin and you shampoo every day, say you shampoo every day and your scalp, you have to because your scalp is oily, but then your mid shaft to ends is dry. Okay. You don't really know what to do when you use certain things. Then you feel like you shampooed in the morning and now you need to take a break at lunch to go back and shampoo it again, because whatever you put in it to make the mid shaft to ends hydrate well. Now it just feels like it's heavy and it's weighed down. You can't do anything with it. Or if you're a person that you shampoo once a week, um, and you're you're wanting your curls to do better, and you notice they're not doing better. You don't really know what to use, or the products that you put together didn't get along, and now it's flaking, and you're frustrated, and you don't really know what to do. And you have a cabinet or closet full of products from top to bottom that you've tried, and now you're frustrated. Or you have that that great haircut that you met your your girlfriend who is now your wife with wife with. Um, you couldn't quite duplicate the style. You did the best that you could, but you weren't really sure what to do. All of these things are important. All of these things should be coming from the person that is helping that is taking care of your hair. I will be offering virtual one on one classes to where I would like for you to take me to your mirror and show me what it is that's going on, what's frustrating you, what you what you're trying to achieve while you're at home. It's going to be important for you to find someone that's going to really be detailed as possible and take the time out to send you step-by-step instructions and to help you as much as they can. Sometimes when people come in, we just enjoy ourselves so much. We miss each other and we talk a little bit about hair and then I'm helping you release your day or your week. And we don't do, sometimes we don't do an in-depth conversation or we don't get into, I should say, an in-depth conversation about, about how you are maintaining your hair at home. Okay. So that is definitely important. It gets cold in the city where I live in. Um, Actually, sometimes it's cold in the morning, 90 degrees in the afternoon, and then it's 30 degrees by evening. Sometimes we just get all seasons in one day. You have no idea what it is that the day will bring. So you have to take extra jackets and just layer up to take off if you have to. However, there is a certain part of the year, I'd say about four months, sometimes five, where it gets really, really cold in the city that I live in. So your spring and summer regimen should be different than your fall and winter, which means in the spring and summer, you should be using a basic shampoo and conditioner. In the fall and winter, you should use something more hydrating, even if you wear a hat. It's just my suggestion. And even if you don't have hair from zero strands to a million strands, I still need you to take care of your scalp. I said before, it's still a part of your body and you should still be loving on it. In the wintertime, you are going to be using something different than you do in the summer. 
regardless if you shampoo every day, every other day, three times a week, once a week, once every two weeks, once every three weeks. Your winter regimen should be different than your spring and fall. So this is why you, as a suggestion, it is good to find a stylist or barber that's going to talk to you about that and give you some suggestions on, hey, it's getting a little colder outside. I'm noticing that your hair, you know, is going to need a little bit more love. Tell me what you do at home. Tell me what you're using at home. Tell me how you do it. Show me how you do it. All of those things. Show me how you shampoo your hair. Show me how you apply um, your conditioner. I recommend to my clients to to blot their hair dry before you add the conditioner, especially in the winter. Now, in the summer, uh, especially if you're men, if you're men, men don't have time to be bothered with conditioner. They've got other activities that they've got to do, and they're not going to be bothered with conditioning their hair. That's taking too long. So, as a suggestion. I normally recommend for men to use a hydrating or moisturizing shampoo so that they can get both of them in and in the wintertime to at least do like a spray in um, leave in conditioner that will help to keep their hair healthy. For my women, we take a little bit more time with ourselves. So um, when you go to condition, I always suggest for you to towel out your hair dry. Why? Because the water can dilute the conditioner. That is another reason why it's important to find a service operator who can help you as the seasons change. You want a barber and a stylist that's going to work with you and give you recommendations to, to kind of follow up. Are you taking this? Are you doing this? You know, um, how can I help you do this? You know, have you noticed this? Like go, th- you want someone that, that will almost go step by step with you to help you get to where it is that you need to be. One important thing I forgot, I'm so sorry, I forgot this, but I need to, this is important and I need to make sure that you know. So if you are on a blood pressure medication, it doesn't happen to everyone, but I have noticed quite a few people in my 21 years of doing Um, hair in this business. If you are on a blood pressure medication, it can affect your hair. Like I said, it doesn't happen to everyone, but I have noticed quite a few. It depends on the brand, the, the dosage. If they increase the dosage, if the brand changes, you can also notice a difference. And what I've noticed is there's usually a spot and someone's hair. It could be at the crown. It could be at the nape. It could be in the front. It could be at the top. It could be in the side. The sections vary. It could be the size of a nickel or it could be the size of a plum. But this section seems to grow slower than everything else on the person's head. So when I have clients come in and I notice it and I say, you know, I'm not trying to... um, I have to ask you a personal question. I'm not probing, but I just need to know, are you, would you happen to be by chance on blood pressure medication? And of course they look at me like I have 17 heads and they're like, how do you, how do you, how do you know that? Well, because I can tell because this section right here is shorter than everything else. I've asked all 
the the rest of important questions, what you use for shampoo and what you're doing and how you doing your water and have you had any surgeries? Have you and everything is is everything is lining up. So the only other question I have left is I have left to ask is, are you on a blood pressure medication? So just and I am not in any way suggesting for you not to take your blood pressure medication every single day as instructed by your doctor. I am not in any way telling you to not take it. I'm just making you aware that it can affect your hair. But if you take the multivitamins, you get the collagen, you make sure everything else is in order, it it may help speed up the rate of growth in that section. Okay? So just kind of wanted to make you aware of that situation. Um, also, uh, like I said, the uh, making sure you have a great barber, a great stylist to help you. Oh, one other thing I wanted to say. For the mothers that have just had a baby and it's normally, normally, and what I've seen, I shouldn't say normally, from what I've seen, after about the third month, the second to third month is where these moms notice that their hair is changing. I, for my clients, I recommend for them to continue to take their prenatal vitamins as well as asking their doctor, can they take collagen? It Sometimes it may go, You may it may take you a good six months before it starts to balance out and things start to change. That's why I encourage you to drink the water. And it's the same with the anesthesia. And also, please, 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 if you've had a procedure or surgery where you've had to have anesthesia, please let your stylist or barber know because when we go to color your hair, We need that information so that we know we can change our formula or we can adjust our time. Because sometimes when you have had a procedure and we've done the same color, everything's fine, everything's perfect. And then all of a sudden now the color is more of a tint instead of a rich color. And then I have to go through and say, has anything changed? No. Are you sure? I haven't seen you in like two or three months. Has anything at all changed that you could think of? Oh, yeah, I did have, uh, well, I had a small, you know, uh, procedure on my knee and they, okay, did they have to give you anything? Yes, they did. Okay, well, that, I need to know that. So please communicate that to your stylist or your barber, especially if you're a person that's getting color, because we will have to reformulate things to make sure that it comes out um, the way we have been doing it all along. Okay. Um, And this sometimes, with anesthesia, I mean, it just depends on how much they had to give you, how major the surgery is. It's just hard to tell because I have also noticed in these years of my service, anesthesia will sometimes change the hair altogether. And what I mean, not necessarily that you're noticing noticing it shedding right away or it feels dry or it's just different, but I have seen women who have really, really tight, coily, curly hair and they have a procedure or a major surgery and they come back and their hair is wavy. I've also seen it where 
the hair is blonde, and this is male and female. Their hair was blonde, naturally blonde. They have a procedure, and now it's strawberry red. That's just what the anesthesia does sometimes. So um, what goes in to your body can affect your hair. We are going to talk to our doc. We're going to drink our water. We're going to make sure that we keep our iron levels correct. We're going to take our multivitamins, right? We're going to control our stress level, right? Um, we're going to make sure that if we have any thyroid or fibroid issues, that we get them addressed as soon as possible. Right, friends? If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can reach me at healthyhairbydon at gmail.com or ask Miss Oscar, excuse me. I really do know my own Instagram. Sorry. Miss Oscar 2021 on Instagram. I will be happy to help you in any way that I can to achieve your healthy hair goals. Thank you so, so much for listening today. Be well, be at peace, be inspired, stay inspired, and pass the inspiration along to someone else. Till next time.